put on a shawl Sam Hickman hi that's probably a hundred percent what you think of whenever you um hear my voice I guess um you're like oh autumnal warm chilly cold but warm inside I don't know I just I just don't know um hello dear sweet friends Hello enemies, how are you all? I don't care Um, this podcast is about me and me alone So, um, I hope you all enjoyed Enjoyed it is a strong word I hope you all tolerated Iris Cast this week uh, Where me and Rianne Dixon talked all about every single film we we saw at Iris Price And, um, relayed that to you In a way that, um, was contextless And, uh, you really kind of had to be there to get what we were talking about so I hope you all enjoyed that um I feel like for those of you who saw like maybe one block of shorts or something that was great but uh for the rest of you I'm so sorry I feel like we should have in retrospect we should have been like okay this day what was your favorite and then we just talked about our favorites from the day um and maybe it could have not been a five-part series but we just had so much to talk about you know contact contextless just sort of rambling about short films that we saw so that was yeah that was that was that was interesting i'm the thing that i'm noticing the most as we get deeper darker into winter is the weeks seem to be a lot longer now i feel like they were a lot shorter over the summer and you were like oh is that a week oh okay oh that was quick and now it's like okay it's tuesday okay that's that's fine Oh, okay, we're still going? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's the beginning of it. This, this is the beginning of my winter sadness. My winter blues. Um, and they kind of manifest themselves early on as, like, these little tiny three-second, like, thoughts of just, like, such sadness. Like, today, like, this week I went busking because I didn't have anything on the calendar. And I literally put on my harp, grabbed my bag, and then for three seconds I thought you're a failure you have completely failed you don't have any gigs this week you don't have any teaching you don't have any work you are a failure this is your job and you're failing at it for like three seconds and then I was like I'm gonna go play on the street for people's money um and it was great and I had a wonderful time um and I went I went again on Thursday as well um and it was great I had a wonderful time um it's we're getting to the point where we I kind of run out of gigs and then there's like a four month window between like January and May where I just have nothing absolutely nothing and then we get busy again and then we get back into wedding season and last year I had the art installation that I did that I won't stop talking about I'm so sorry everyone um and that was like over five weeks. That was over like the dead period where I don't have anything. 
Um, and it was just, yeah, it was, that was a little bit of a lifesaver because they didn't have to go out in the cold and the snow because there was snow last year. Uh, but this year, I think it's going to be quite nice and mild. So I'm a little bit optimistic about just being able to busk my way through it. And I'm hoping that, like, I can just sort of switch onto autopilot throughout the winter, not get too, like, depressed, and just keep going, really. Um, so I did a wedding on a boat um, last week. And as I was, like, driving home, I just, I just thought, like, it's so weird that I play harp for a living. Like, that that is my job. That that's a thing that I do and people pay me a lot of money to do. That's kind of... Who saw that coming? That's sort of a twist here. That's kind of like, oh, okay. Didn't didn't know that was going to happen. Because, like, I didn't play harp until quite, like, quite recently when it comes to, like, musicians, like, professional musicians. Um, and it's quite interesting to see, like that that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, so that was that was kind of a weird thought that I had. Not um not depression really, just like surprised. Surprised that that's how it all turned out. Um and that that's my job. Um I I don't I don't know where. I don't know I don't know how that that all worked out, but here we are. Here we are and I have an album out and um people are actually listening to my album. I made um twelve dollars and thirty-eight cents off of my album, which roughly translates to about nine pounds. And I was like, oh my god, people are listening to this album like because through like no obligation. Like they're not directly related to me and they have chosen to listen to it. Um which was really weird. Um but I am a very famous woman, so um, it was only a matter of time. Uh, but I did, I did think uh, yesterday. I kind of like went for a walk, and as I was crossing the street, this car like swerved and then like came around the corner quite quickly. And I was like, "Nope, don't cross yet." But I then thought, like, "Oh, if I get run down from a car, I have like, I have something that people can like listen to, and my parents can get rich off of people enjoying the tragedy porn that is my sad little heart song." Like, like that's there. At least that's there. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, um, that's uh, basically what my week has been. I did, um, finally claim on my car insurance from when I hit that deer, or rather when that deer came out in front of me and hit me with its butt. Um, because I am the victim here and you can't claim on a deer, you can't sue a deer, which is honestly the most enraging part of this whole thing because it wasn't my fault that the deer decided to jump out two meters in front of me like like that's that's not that's not me being incompetent as a driver that's a deer being just reckless and rude quite frankly rude a rude moose a rude moose but I did um I did claim I did finally like I um so when I got back from tour back in August, I sent the Toyota garage here in Cardiff a, um, an email that was like, uh, hit a deer, can you, can you, can we fix it? Um, cause I was like, cause in my mind I was like, this is gonna be 250, this isn't worth like claiming on my car insurance to kind of get them to fix and raise my premium and pay my voluntary excess and all that nonsense, boring shit that you have to think about when you're an adult. Ugh, I hate it. Um, and then they finally got back to me this week, like four months later, and we're like, oh yeah, you can come in on Wednesday, come in for, for 
for an evaluation and I came in and the guy was like, yeah, this is like 2000 pounds worth of damage, which to be fair at the, at the Toyota, at the Toyota dealership, they do like to raise their prices quite a bit. Um, so I don't believe that it was a full 2000. I feel like it's like 1,200 or something at the very most. Um, and so I, I went home and I claimed on my insurance and I called up the guy and I'm essentially, um, I'm great if you do a boring job for a living. I feel like, I feel like when it comes to like calling in like call centers and things, I am a goddamn delight because I'm just like, I'm there for, um, because like n neither of us particularly want to be on the phone chatting to each other, but I'm going to make it fun, I guess. And quick. We're going to do fun and quick and we're going to get it sorted. And I'm going to ask all of my important questions and then I'm going to make three jokes and then we're going to go. Um, and so that was, that was great. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. I used all of my, I used all of my, all of my jokes. Um, all of them. Like, that deer is probably out there in the middle of the Taunton countryside with its other deer friends, and they're all laughing at this woman that they made fun of, and they all just ruined her life and her car. I don't know. I don't know. At one point, I was like, I'm sure it was a yak, to be honest. Um, because K sounds are funny. Um, that's something that you can take with you, fellow harpists. Just around. Um... The other, the other thing that I think is really, really funny is Magoo as a last name, like as a fake last name, um, mainly because I was watching, um, I was watching American Horror Story and Joan Collins' character is called Bubbles Magoo, which is truly stupid. Um, and then I was watching Kimmy Schmidt and um, Jacqueline makes up a fake name for Titus as Flouncy Magoo. Um, and then I, of course, on Instagram call myself glamour magoo it's um we're all we're all related that's what i'm trying to tell you um so i did hear back you know the the episode where i was like make choices and i belted upside down on that chair yeah you know um they finally got back to me two years later two weeks later two years later it's been such a long time and they were like no no i'm so sorry but no we don't want you um they literally sent like a, an email that was like, thanks for coming in last week. And I was like, that's not last week. That was two weeks ago. Um, but anyway, they were like, uh, we liked your energy, but you know, absolutely not. Um, and I send them back an email. Thanks for having me. I had a blast. And then instead of being like kind regards or all the best, I like to just put best because I, I like people to know that I am. Um, Instead of doing that, I said, good luck, because they're going to fucking need it without this bitch. Um, and I, I was uh, busking on Thursday and I was just laughing to myself about that because it's the stupidest thing I've ever written as a reply. Um, like it just, it, honestly, honestly, at this point I am doing things entirely for my own self gratification and, um, me putting good luck on an email means nothing to them, but everything to me, I was just like sat there cracking up at the idea that they would like read it and be like, huh, she wished us well. <laughs> and me being like, ha, ha. Um, yeah, so that was, it's been, it's been a, an interesting week. It's been the first week where I've had, 
like no gigs in quite a long time and like every like October every single weekend I had like a wedding um not like a wedding I had a wedding it's not a simile it's a metaphor um I once said that in a very boring jazz class um where the guy the lecturer kept being like it's like a metaphor for something or another and I was like it's a simile if you're gonna keep saying like as much as you are um and he went no anyway I didn't do very well on this boring ass um on this very very boring ass jazz module like you think like history of jazz you think oh my god this is gonna be so fun we're gonna learn so much no very boring very boring and then I matched with a guy on tinder who was like I really liked that lecture and I was like I hated him um just just sharing my nonsense with you anyway so I went to um another really fucking boring story um it's been a very dry week to be honest uh the most exciting thing I did this week was buy Christmas presents uh because um oh and I did a Costco run with my friend who was like hey I need to go buy bulk cat food and I was like absolutely I will drive you um and we just went around Costco and I love Costco because I'm essentially like a midwestern mother of six and I'm like this is absolutely where I need to get everything and their trolleys are gigantic anyway so I went to I went to Sainsbury's this week to do my grocery shopping where I actually buy my food um and I was like picking up some stuff because uh, I was doing the bulk of my things at Lidl. Thank you. Thank you. And so I, like, got, like, a couple of things. And then I went to the self-checkout. And there was one guy in front of me, like, for, like, a minute. And then he went to the thing. And then I went to one of the little self-checkouts. And this guy came up to me. The guy working on the till was like, Sorry about the your wait this afternoon. And I was like, What? Like... Like, I, I looked at the machine, and I was like, oh, clearly he means, like, the machine doesn't work, you're gonna have to go wait. And I was like, what? And he was like, sorry about your wait this afternoon. And I genuinely said the words, why are you talking to me? Because, um, I'm a monster. But also, that was creepy and weird, and I'm trying to figure out if it was, like, him being a weirdo, or me not getting whatever sex thing he was trying to, like, initiate. Like, it was really weird. It was really weird. It was really close. And it was like a mutter whisper. So, um, make of that what you will. It was very, um... Yeah, but I realized two things this week. Um, oh, we should do a segment. What did you learn, Sam? This week I learned him a full monster and winter depression is coming. Um, which I really wanted to I, I was thinking about the, the podcast episode Thank you, I do prepare Last night um, And I was genuinely like Oh, we should just call it Winter Depression is Coming Because that's that's my whole aesthetic This week, is just like Trying to just fight my way through um, I think I'm just gonna have to get like I don't know Like, a, like a, a daylight lamp in every single room And just turn it on at like 4pm until 6pm and be like it's daylight still because we were meant to, we were going for this Costco run and we were trying to schedule it in um, thank you this is not an interesting podcast you don't come here for interesting takes also I keep having dreams wherein all of my harp strings are broken and not like, not like all of them but like a good solid like chunk of them are 
And I don't know what that is. And I don't know if it's to do with, like, financial anxiety. I don't know if it's to do with, like, like professional worries. I don't know if it's to do with, like, like professional inconveniences. Uh, preparedness. My own preparedness. But it's always... I'm always taking my cover off in my office and having like three strings and I always like somehow need to like go to a gig or something or like I always need to like check you know what it's probably it's probably about me not knowing exactly what spare strings I have because I haven't ordered spare strings in a while this is probably what my dreams are telling me um this is not this is this is fascinating for someone. Someone is like, we're getting deep inside, and I have those dreams too. But mine is about my ukulele, and I'm like, fuck off. Um, yeah. So we 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 were organizing this Costco run. Thank you. I know. Fascinating. What a rich and textured life I lived. Leave love, love. Um, and yeah, it, we we were like, okay, I can't do tomorrow because I have to take a choir rehearsal. Uh, can you do, can you do this day? And then my friend was like, we could literally do right now. I mean, it's 5 p.m. And I looked out the window and it was completely pitch black. I was like, oh my God, it is. It's not like, it's not 10. It's not nine. It's not like eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Um, blast off. It's 5 p.m. And we can go and do a Costco run because they're open till eight. Did you know this? No, but now you do. The more you know, the more you know. Um, yeah, so that's... Did I learn anything this week? What I learned this week is um, my winter depression is coming. And for the next six months, I will have little tiny, little teeny tiny three second flashes of you are a horrible failure. Lie here and wait for death. Um, and I'm excited about it. How I'm going to beat it? I don't know. I might join a gym just to meet boys, but apparently that's not how you meet boys now. So, um, I, I guess, um, I'll die alone and, um, and, and that's, that's all there is to it, I guess. Um, also I'm going to, um, my grandmother's funeral, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I found out my mother was married literally at my age. Um, and, um... I don't know what to do with this information because like I can't even get a date to my brother's wedding in two years so um, I'm just putting it out there if you um, like weddings if you are a straight man uh, preferably cis preferably um, I don't know 5'10 or taller and you have like a boring ass fucking job like something in an office where I an exotic creature of music and sound seem absolutely magical to you like 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 a unicorn imp from a woodlands like if like that's the dynamic that I want I want you to be like numbers 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 or like some boring shit that I don't understand and then you like look at me and everything I do is magic because you don't understand it and I don't explain it to you because I need to keep that magic alive um anyway if you fit that please hit me up um, or if you know someone who fits that description, um, send them my way, send them my way. Um, uh, the wedding is in 2020 and, um, I don't want to take Sarah because I want there to be a bunch of family photos with a man that is completely dead to me. Um, like I want to look back in two years time at these photos and be like, 
Oh, that guy. Like, I just want that regret. I just, I live a life full of other regrets. Can't I have this one regret? I'm shaking my fists. Um, anyway, I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. And don't forget to like, rate, and review, and subscribe. blah 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 I don't know. Feel free to do that if you want. Actually, three people have done it. One of one of whom is me, but two of whom are strangers, and I love it. I think it's really creepy, and I love it.